Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Let's get into the Word of the Lord tonight, Luke chapter 6. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure that ye meant with all it shall be measured to you again. I want to bring a word to you tonight of faith, of encouragement, of direction. See, the Bible said faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the Word of God. So when you need faith in a situation, you need to be at the house of God because that's where God gives you faith for your situation. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your phenomenal spirit tonight, for the love and the unity. God, and for this great people in this church, Thank you, God, for their commitment to you and the kingdom. And thank you, God, for the commitment to each other. I thank you every day for these people. Bless them, Father, tonight in your holy name. And God, happy as I throw the seeds out, they look fall on good ground. And God, we'll see a harvest. Jesus, in your holy name, somebody give him a praise of edification. can be seated. God's word has declared the very law of reaping. Somebody shout of reaping. Galatians 6 and 7 said, be not, be not deceived. God himself is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Whatever that we soweth, that is how much you give out of your hand or life, we shall reap. And what you give out of your hand, that is what you shall reap back that comes from your hand. The struggle, saint of God, of giving to God will only cause a struggle with what you receive from God. Said again. The struggle of giving to God will only cause a struggle of you receiving from God. Oh, but Luke 6 and 38 says it like this. For with the same measure what I give that ye meant with all, it shall be measured to you again. So whatever I give out of my hand or life to God is the same measure that I'm giving back from God. My message tonight is this. God is the source. I'm going to bring you a guarantee tonight. Does anybody like reading guarantees? I got a guarantee. Whatever you give to him, 
He's going to measure it back to you in your life. Somebody ought to be praising him for whatever sacrifice you've given to him. You get ready, get ready, get ready. It's coming back to you physically, spiritually, or financially. God don't lie. He cannot lie. So whatever he has said is sold in him, he's the source. It's coming back. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. The devil's trying to intimidate some of you with things you're facing. That's a lie from hell. He's trying to tell you God can't provide. Let me tell you something. He is the great provider. Whenever you sow, whatever you sow and whatever you sow shall be brought back to you. I do not spend my money on pleasures and hobbies and entertainment. And it's not a sin to have some pleasures and have some hobbies and have some entertainment. It's not sin. But if I spend my money on all that and not have any to give God and tithe and offering and sacrifice, because, see, when you need a financial blessing, but all that you have sowed is through pleasure, hobbies, and entertainment. You see, they can't give you what you need back. But I want to build faith to somebody in the Holy Ghost tonight. God cannot lie. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Some of you need to be speaking to the adversity to the very thing that's struggling and challenging you, you need to look at it face to face and say, I know what you're trying to tell me, but I know what he's told me. I know what we sowed, and I know what we owed. I said, I know what we have sowed, and I know what he owes. And I'm here to tell you, some of you need to get ready to give God some praise for the harvest that's coming back in your life. You may be broke, busted, and disgusted right now, but God has not forgiven all that you have sowed to him because he's the source. You see, God is the source. Oh, here we go. I love this verse. Philippians 4.19 tells us, But my God shall, but my God, but my God shall, somebody say shall. Say self. Listen to that. God shall supply all you need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Whatever your need is, God can supply it. You know why, Brother Steve? Because he's got plenty of it. I like what my mama used to testify about. She said, God, look at all. She said, she said I got a need, and I tell God, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. And she said, God, I need one of those cows. Some of you need to tell him tonight, you need to cash one of those cows in for me. 
Oh, you're not understanding me. I'm here to tell you, your God owns it all. He has the source to give you. So you have not because you ask not. Some of you need to declare tonight, God, cash a cow in for me. I got a need in my life. God can supply all your needs. James 1 and 17 declares to us, declares us, but every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variability, nor shadow of turn. Oh, you hear me? For every good gift and perfect gift is coming down from him. God is the source. I guess nobody has a need tonight. I guess nobody has a situation. I guess that's why you're sitting calm and cool tonight. I'm here to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, that devil's tried to intimidate you, tried to tell you, look at what you're struggling with, look at what you got, and trying to tell you there ain't no way out of it. You need to look him in the eye tonight and say, you're a father of lies. I'm not believing you because God is the source of the good and the perfect gifts above. You hear me, Brother Josh? Everything you've sowed shall come back to your life. Every, every dime, every penny, every nickel and quarter, every dollar and hundred, every thousand, every praise, every hand clap, everything I send up to him, he's the source to bring it back down to me. Somebody ought to give him a praise tonight. Say, God's got my gift. God's got my gift. God's got my gift. He's about to bring it to your house. I'm going to say it and you're going to laugh. I ain't saying Santa Claus is coming, but Jesus is coming to your house. I said, Jesus is about to come. Man, I felt this all day long in the Holy Ghost tell somebody, Jesus is about to come to your house. Jesus is about to bring you a gift. Jesus is about to bring a breakthrough. Jesus is about to bring that miracle. He's coming to your house. Oh, sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Every good gift comes from God. God blesses you. He blesses us with seed to sow. It is you and I that is responsible to sow in the right field. Matthew 25, 14 through 30, Jesus tells us of a parable of a servant being given seeds to sow. You see, while before the man was going to travel and go on a journey, he gave some talents out to three men. And I looked this up, it kind of, whoo. One he gave five talents to. It was a total of two million dollars. He gave the second man two talents worth $750,000. The third man he gave $200,000. You see, the master, the man who gave these men the talents, he gave according to their ability. He did not give them no more than they can manage. So he gives them 
an opportunity to invest what he gave them while he was gone. So you got to understand, saints, me and you have the seed to increase our wealth and our life. We have the seeds. Say, I have the seeds. Quit sitting there and thinking, I don't have nothing to get me out of this. That's a lie. You have seeds financially that God enables you, but he's not going to give you no more than you can handle. You see, you have the seeds. I have the seeds to increase my wealth. But God is the source that gave you those seeds. And he's the source that will cause those seeds to bring a harvest of what you sow. Come on, saint of God. You see, it doesn't matter, saints, how you've been given the 500 seeds or the 10,000 seeds, but it's how you sow it that determines what you reap. Come on. You can give yourself out of a famine. I'm going to say it again. You can give yourself out of a famine. If I've ever been taught, I was taught by the two of the greatest people in my life, my mom and dad. My mom was a giver. My dad was a giver. After their death, I had nine men in this church come to me and open their billfold up and show me a $100 bill that my daddy gave them. But Rosie ever gave you $100? I know there's three or more here, but there's nine in this church that gave nine that gave a hundred dollar bill to. My dad believed in sowing. But of course, Rixie, when he was alive and came here, he came by and said, This is what your dad gave me. But Jim Woodbanks come by and said, This is what your dad gave me. There's more that came by other names and come by. And I said, He gave it to you. Yeah, he gave it to me five weeks ago, two months ago. Why haven't you spent it? No, I'm saving it for the right time. He said, He gave it out of the goodness of his heart. My dad was a giver. I've watched up here preaching and different men preaching and God move on the church to come bring an offering. And I watched my mom elbow my dad and say, give me your billfold. And my dad said, my mom many times has emptied his billfold with a handful and come up here and lay it in the offering. 20 years before, 25 years before they died, it was prophesied to my mom and dad, in your last years, you wouldn't want nothing. Because God will open the abundance of blessings upon your life. In the last two years of their life, they owe nothing. They, they were saving money. They had money, but they were giving money. And my mom always told me, said, if you got it, God gave you the seeds to sow, but put it in good fields. I said, put it in good fields. And, God, and my mom one day said, standing in their living room in the house, and my dad, she said, I'm telling you why we're here. She said, we've prophesied this 25 years ago, but we gave ourselves to come out of the famine. They struggled. They had days of hardship. But she said, I'm telling you, you can give yourself out of a hard time. 
Malachi 3 and 10 and 11. You listen to the word of God. You've heard it. Bring ye all the tithes in the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith. God said, I want to show you something. Saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, pour you, somebody say pour out. Pour out. Pour out. Pour out a blessing. Oh, there's not room enough to receive it. Go back. Go back to that verse. Did you go back? Is that it? My eyes went whacked. (laughs) Bring you all the tithe in the storehouse. Somebody say, bring them. That there may be meat in my house. And prove me now, herewith Jesus said. That, saith the Lord, that if I will not open the windows of heaven, pour out your blessing. There and that there, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. God said, I'm going to make it in your life because you have given your tithes that there won't be room enough to hold what I give you. You see, I don't have a problem paying tithes. I never had a problem. I never have a problem because God said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. I'm here to tell you, there's some things coming against you that cannot destroy you because you've been faithful to God and God's going to be faithful to you. Rebuke that devourer and say, get behind me, devil. You've been faithful. God said, I'll rebuke it for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. He said, uh-uh, I ain't going to let it happen. You hear me now? You, you sow into God. God promises that you shall reap what you sow. You shall reap what you sow. You hear me, saying of God. God will bless your giving as a, as a source that will end your famine and put your life in a new level. In Deuteronomy 28 and 12, listen to this. Listen to this. The Lord shall open unto his good, the, his good treasure. You know how he opens the good treasure to you? When you give your tithe and offering. The heaven... The heaven to give the rain under the land in this season. I've seen, I remember years ago, grew up with a man, but Sheila Brother Barnes, some of you know him, Brother Pat Montgomery. They farmed. Farmed up around Raymer, Tennessee. And I, I'd go in the summertime and sometimes work with them, plow with them, and work with them. But Barnes, we all grew up together. But I remember there's going through a hard time. And I remember Brother Pat telling us, said, we need to rain on the crops. He said, I went to my field, and I said, God, we've been giving, we've been faithful, and I need some rain. And I'll never forget, a few days later, God brought some rain through his fields, but everybody didn't get rain, but they got rain. I believe in the Word of God, and I believe the Word of God will work for you. When everybody else is not getting rain, God will bring you rain. 
You know why? Because you've been faithful to him. You've sowed your seed in a source that's going to rain it back. Somebody needs to get ready. Get ready. I'm here to tell you now. You get ready for a raise. You get ready for some income unexpectedly. There's some things going to open up. There's some letters going to come through the mail. There's some phone calls going to come. There's some men going to come and give under your bosom because God's not a liar. Whatsoever you sow, you shall reap. You hear me? The Lord, oh, I feel the Holy Say, the Lord shall open unto me the good treasure. You see, what and how you manage, it's what and how you manage your seed that God gives you is what determines your harvest. In Matthew 25, let's look at it. Verse 20, make it big, sis. And so he that had received five talents came and brought the five talents after the Lord, the master had come back. He brought other five talents saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. You gave me $2 million. Behold, I have gained beside that five talents more. I've gained two more million. Woo. His Lord said to him, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I have been faithful over a few things. He said, because you've been faithful, I'm going to make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. God promotes your life when you take the seeds he's blessed you with and manage it right. I'm not saying anybody's done this, and I pray that nobody does this. It just kind of comes to my mind when I'm studying. If God gives you an extra $2,500 to put back in a savings for hard times, you need to get rid of the itch of going to the Smokies. Oh, we got money, honey. We're going. Does it come to you? It sure does. I like going to Smokies. I like going down to the beach and fishing, going out with a captain, fishing. I like, I like doing those things. But, man, sometimes when God gives you seeds, he said, here's some seeds that I want to elevate your life. My life ain't elevated if I don't manage it right. Okay? He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest me two talents. Behold, I've gained two more. 750,000, I've got a million and a half here, Lord. The Lord said, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou have been faithful over a few things, and I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. You see, the joy of the Lord comes after you've done God's will and you see him bless you. Then he which had received the one talent, 200,000, that's a lot of money to me. It may not be to you, but that's a whole bunch of money to me. Then he which had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou was a hard man, reaping where thou had not sown and gathering where thou have not strode. Then you got to understand. And he said, I was afraid. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. He said he was lazy. And went and hid thy talent where? In the earth. And you could take it on this interpretation. 
He went and had a good time with it. He went, instead of going out and working an investment, he went out and parted it up. You know, if it had been me and I was him, I went out and bought about five, six more, seven more horses, bought me another boat. See, I'll tell the truth, you won't. I bought me, Brother Steve, I'd go buy me another bow, bought me a good, another rifle. What's the going pistol right now? Y'all, I know y'all ain't going to tell it, but I will. And me and Brother Roy went, and I said, Brother Roy, go help me find me a good motor on a boat. Make sure I get one that we can fish good with. And Brother Roy said, you buying it? I said, yeah. He said, well, I'm going with you. So we'd spent that money. What are you quiet for? We'd invested it in the earth. That's what he did. He was afraid the little bit he had was not going to bring back much. Can I tell you something? When God gives you seed, I promise you, when you sow it, I promise you, it's going to bring you back what you need. He said, I was afraid and went here the tile of the earth. So there thou hast, that is thine, he said. Oh, my goodness. But the, his Lord answered and said to him, Thy wicked, what did he call it? Wicked and slow for servant. Thy newest that I reap where I sowed not and gathered where I have not strove. Woo! Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money in exchange. The Lord said, put my money. Did he not? He didn't say yours. So what I have come from him. What I have comes from him. And you see, he said then, at my coming, I should have received my own usher. I should have received double fold what I give you. Take therefore, he said, take the talent from him. Give it unto him which hath ten talents. He said, give, take it away. He said, for unto one have thou shalt be given, and he shall have abundance. He shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Let me tell you something. It is important that we sow in the source that would bring back to us. And cast ye in the unprofitable servant into our darkness. There shall be weeping and gashing of teeth. You have the managing power of your life right now, saints. Matthew 6 and 21 said, For where your treasure is, there your heart shall be also where your treasure is. You see, where you put your treasure, that's where your desire will be the greatest. Come on. Where you put your treasure is where your desire will be the greatest. It's not wrong to have hobbies. It's not wrong to have pleasures. It's not wrong to have vacation. It is not a sin. But it's wrong when you put your treasure all of those in those activities, and you don't have no seeds to give to God. You see, you have, you choose to put those first in your life. You see, those sources will not bring your harvest back. That's why some are broke, busted, and disgusted so much. It's because of where they're, they're sowing their source to. But in Genesis 22, Man, I was praying. The Lord spoke this to me very strong, and I'm going to bring it to you. Abraham is given a son. The only son that he had was Isaac, 
the only child. Now God asked him, he said, give me Isaac and I want you to go offer him on an offering. God was asking for what was a promise and what was all that he had. What if God asked you for all you got? Whatsoever you sow into is what you reap. Will you say amen? Sow means where God tells us, sow is where God tells us will ensure that it will elevate your life. God tells us where to give to. He said, Abraham, I want you to take him to Mount Moriah and I want you to offer him up as an offering. He told him a place where to go. He's told you where to sow. Now, God's given you a place to offer your offering. He's already told you. He's already told you the good place to sow at. He takes Isaac on a three-day journey to Mount Moriah, the Bible said. He builds an altar, lays Isaac upon that altar. He shows God that his seed that he gave him, listen to this, Abraham shows God that the seed he gave him that Abraham was managing it, and it wasn't managing him. Do you hear what I said? Abraham was showing God, here's your seed you gave me. I want to show you I'm managing it. It's not managing me. You see, Psalms 121, saints and two. I love it. Somebody listen to me. Somebody's got some hope coming to you. Psalms 121 and 2 said, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Somebody needs to know tonight, you got help coming. I said, you got help coming. You may, you may see barren baskets right now. You may be see barren land. But I'm here to tell you the promise of God. You've got some help coming to you. God's not voided you. He's not overlooked you. He's not shunning you. You're in the process of the harvest just growing and getting ready to reap. I'm here to tell somebody in the house, get ready. Your blessing is about to appear. Somebody ought to praise him. I prophesy that right now. It's about to appear. I feel in the Holy Ghost, it's about to appear. It's about to appear. It's about to appear, Brother Steve. But Josh, it's about to appear. Don't move. You standing, you sit, don't move. Oh, I feel something in the Holy Ghost. Brother, Brother Steve, turn to Brother Josh, turn around. Prophesy that he's going to get a blessing, Brother Steve. Look at Brother Josh. Brother Scott, would you look at Brother Josh over and say, I prophesy you're going to get a blessing. I want you to look at somebody in the Holy Ghost. Man, I feel the, the spirit of them. Look at some, stand up. Somebody's going through it right now. I want you to turn to someone in the Holy Ghost and say, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy blessings on your home and life. Now, how many tonight will rejoice when the blessing comes. How many will give God the glory when it comes? I prophesy this. 
Your light bill's going to be paid. Your phone bill's going to be paid. Your gas bill's going to be paid. Groceries are going to be bought. The house note's going to be paid. Layered tax is going to be paid. Doctor bill's going to be paid. Come on. I'm here to tell you in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, God is not going to fail you. He's the source. Hey, Shatoria Hamayande. Ah, anybody feel that? What a feeling in the house. Because of Abraham's submission and giving, Isaac was all that he had. You can be seated. Was all that he had. Ooh, hear what I'm fixing to say. Because, 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 because Abraham, submission and giving Isaac all he had, God elevates his life. Genesis 22, read it. Verse 15, let's read what happens. 16 and 17. And the angel, now listen, let's go to uh, 15, all right? Genesis 22 and 15. Listen to this. When Abraham had laid Isaac down, God said, I see it. You're planting a seed where I told you to. You're putting a seed where I told you. And the Lord said, now you show me, now I'm fixing to do something. And the angel of the Lord called Abraham out of heaven the second time. And he said, verse 16, and said, he said, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord. God said, I have. For because thou have done this thing, God swore it. Have not withheld thy son, thy only son. He said, I swore, if you don't, if you don't withhold that son, whew, you all hear what I said? God swore it. This is what I'm going to do. That in blessings, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemy. God said, this shall happen in your life. Because I swore, if you lay him down, this is what I'm going to do to you. Can I tell you something? God's watching how we handle our seeds. And if we plant them where he tells us, I'm here to tell you, there's no devourer can eat you up. There's no devourer can, can break you. And the windows of heaven shall open. By being faithful to God with what God asked Abraham to give him. God elevates. Anybody see that? God elevates his life into a higher dimension of blessing and prophecy. I believe you can raise your life into a greater dimension. If you are faithful with his seeds, God asks you to give and manage right what you have. And Psalms 31 and 19 tells me you this. Psalms 31 and 19. Oh, how great is the goodness which thou have laid up for them that fear thee, which thou have wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. How great is thy goodness. God's good. God's good. God is good. Famines are broke by obedience. You know, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Every story, every parable, 
Everything in the word is to bring, is put there to bring you faith when you get in a bad situation. Are you ready? The first King 17, 8 through 16. God sends Elisha to Sarapath. There, when he's outside the gate, he's sitting there and he's going to meet somebody, a widow, who was picking up sticks to cook her last meal for her and her son. Her last meal, 1 Kings 17 and 10. i got to read you something. Her last meal. Somebody shout her last meal. I don't know how no work. I don't know how you can be worse than that. Last meal. So he arose and went to Sarah and he came to the gate of the city. Behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. He called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in the vessel that I may drink. She was obedient. She's going to get the man of God a drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he stopped her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, ma'am, a morsel of bread in thy hand. I want you to bring it to me yourself. She said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and what? She said, it's going to be over. So you're asking me to give you the last little bit I have. Elijah said in her, fear not. Right there, saying of God is where we battle. Come on, I do, you do too. We fear. Don't you fear, he said, because you only got a handful. God Almighty, folks. I'm going to say it again. Don't you fear because you only got a handful. He said, go and do as I have said. But make me therefore, what did he say? A little cake for you make it first for me, he said. You give to God first. Give to God first. Bring it unto me. And after, make for thee and thy son. You bring it to God first. And whatever you got left is yours. You ready? Are you ready? For thus saith the God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail. My God, I feel it. Until the day that the Lord sent rain upon the earth. You hear me. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat many days. Come on, somebody. You rebuke fear out of your life. You rebuke fear out of your house. Don't you fear. If you give God what he asks, God's going to put oil there. And he's going to put meal there in a supernatural way. Barrel of meal wasted. Is anybody hearing anything? Barrel of meal wasted not. Neither the crews of oil fail. According to the word of God, Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Because of the willingness to give the seed she had given to the man of God, God saw 
where her treasure was. You know how, you know how your heart's going to be checked? Because he's going to ask you for all you have. And where you give the most is where your treasure is, where your heart is. He, she sowed into a source that would get back what she sowed. She sowed, Brother Jim, meal and oil. And God filled her barrel up with meal and filled her cruise of oil. Filled it up. The source filled up what she sowed. Does anybody want God to elevate your life? I'm going to speak something before we stand. In, in this lesson, message, whatever you want to call it, the Lord began to impress deep in my spirit, and I feel it coming on me. To tell you tonight, hear me now, it's like that we're at the edge of a cliff, and our toes are hanging off the edge. And we're almost to a breakthrough. And we're hearing the voice of God say, step off. I'll catch you. It's not as far as you think. I'm telling you what. And I can hear it all the time that praying this week. Hear it last week praying. Step off. I've got you. Step off. But in the spirit, so many of us... We're standing at a fearful place. We're hearing God, but our faith ain't got right where it needs to be. But as I looked at the cliff, the cliff was only a foot, foot deep. But we was afraid of what we felt with our feet. Come on, church. Is any, what I just said, has anybody ever felt that lately? Come on, raise your hand. I, I want to know. Felt that one. Seeing the Holy Ghost. Ah, God Almighty. Has anybody felt the Lord telling you to step, step up? Except, raise your hand with me now. Look, 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 look. Oh, my God. But Steve, but Roy, God's going to take care of us. But Josh, he's going to take care. But Dicey, he's going to take care of us. Give him a praise. Let's stand to our feet. It's how you handle the treasure that shows your heart. It's not the devil. Listen to what I'm going to say. It's not the devil that's ruining your wealth. It's your heart. Did anybody hear what I just said? Anybody hear what I said? It's not the devil running our wealth. It's our heart that ruins our wealth. Yesterday, my wife and I got to go. It was one of the lifetime trips. Got to take my two granddaughters. They were sick. That's why they went to school. Misty, Jesus, Lord, forgive me. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, I almost got in trouble. <laughs> Took them with, we took them, they, them, them girls, my grandgirls, man, they, they, they ruling me. And uh, we, went, we went up four hours from here up to Missouri, those, those hills. My God, they're beautiful. Where we went was rolling, rolling hills of farms as far as your eyes can see. 
where I go, where Brother Jerry and Brother Jody and Cody and us go, that's where we trade and buy a lot of horses we have. And I was in that land, and, and that's my kind of land. And oh, I saw horses, cattle, ranches. Man, I was I was in heaven. Woo! And I said, Lord, it's good I don't live up here. I'd be broke. I don't spend my money on food. My wife hasn't watched me. I'll spend my money on a horse. But I thought, Lord, it's just me, me and the Lord talking. I'm looking, man, God, I'm glad I know why I don't live up here. I know why I ain't up here. I know my heart would get me in trouble. Sometimes we blame the devil, but it ain't him, it's your heart. You see, Achan allowed his heart to be revealed when he took the silver and the gold and the Babylonian garment. He let his heart be revealed. His heart. He was, it was grieveful, and it cursed his life. You saints of God, I hope I brought you faith. You just don't know me and God's talked about this. But we, so many of us, I've seen 25 hands lifted. I feel like you're right at the edge and you want to step off. It's just, I need to step up. I hear you, Lord. And I looked at the clip. God said, look at it. It was like a foot, only a foot step. But it's what we feel with our feet. Ooh, ooh, the edge of a cliff. But God's our source. How many knows He's not a liar? He's not a liar. Here's a promise, and I'm going to quit. If we manage the seeds He's given us, like He tells us, we'll double our source. We'll double it. May God bless you. Can we love him right now? Thank you for his word. Thank you, church. Thank you for his word. Thank you for his spirit. Thank you for his love. Thank you, sweet. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In closing tonight, if the Lord spoke to you and you and, and you and you desire, you desire for your seeds to manifest a harvest. And you believe God brought you a word tonight to help in a decision. I want you to step out of that pew. Come down here and stand at the altar before we close and say, Lord, I heard you. And you showed me faith, and you helped God make it a decision I need to make for you. Come on. Come on. Step out by faith, precious saints. Step out by faith.
We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.